Yud, Dalet, Amun Alev, Kol Shivas, Hayamim, all the seven days that the Kohen Gadol is separate. What does he do when he's in quarantine? He's not sitting reading novels. He has what to do. The Mishnah says what he does. Who zerik es adam? He does the zerika. Who makteres ktayres? He brings the ktayres. Who meitves haneres? He cleans the neiros. It doesn't say he lights the neiros. It says he cleans the neiros. A very important concept. But the Mishnah says he cleans out the neiros. Cleaning out the neiros is more chashiv than lighting the neiros. Not a sugya for now. But Agabon, that's what the Kohen Gadol does. Umakiv is a reish v'saregel. He brings the reish and the regel and everything else that they brought from the carbon, from the carbon tamid, other kabanas. Ushar kalayamim and all the rest of the days, meaning this is during the seven days when he's quarantined. But what about the rest of the days? Ushar kalayamim, a regular typical day. What does the Kohen Gadol do? Imratzalahakiv makiv. If he wants, he could be makiv. He is the quintessential Kayan. If he wants the Makrev, he moves right in, throws everybody else out, and he does the Hakrava. He gets the top, he gets the, he gets the big, big, biggest, the most Chashiv Echelek when it comes to be Naita, when it comes to take Achilles Kachim, and he gets the most Chashiv Echelek in Hakrava, whatever he wants to be Makrev, he could be Makrev. So basically the Mishnah says he does Avaidu all seven days. The problem is we have a technical problem. Man Tana Zartigimaya, who is the Tana? Amrav Khizda the like Rabbi Akiva. The Tana cannot be Rabbi Kiva Shkechab Tsyata, it cannot be like Rabbi Kiva. Why? Because the Pasik says, now this is something that nobody knows. Everybody knows to Paraduma is Mitar Tmeim, Mitami Tahir. Everybody knows that. But nobody really knows the technical. What does it mean? If you have a, if there's Zairik on a Tahar, he's Tame, is that the Allah? What's that? What does it mean? Paraduma is Mitar Tmeim and Mitami Tahir. So Barach Hashem, we don't have to wait till we hit Mesechas Para. Barach Hashem, Mesechas Yuma, where Zaycha to understand how Paraduma works. And the Gemara says like this. So the Mishnah has to be not like Rabbi Akiva. Because according to Rabbi Akiva, he says, If a Tahar gets Hazah on him, he is Tame. So what we, we said before, that the Kayin Gadol has to be, we're Mazah on the Kayin Gadol, either every day or some days, but Akabadami gets a Hazah, and it's only a Chashash. We're assuming he's Tahar. So it's only a Chashash that he's Tame. So he gets a Hazah, but Rabbi Akiva holds a Tahar that gets a Hazah is Tame. We're assuming we're doing the Hazah first thing in the morning. He gets his Hazah just to make sure he's tar. So the Chayyad, how can he do Avayda the rest of the day? He's a tar that got Hazah, tar that got Hazah. He's out. He's Tameh. The Tanya Vihizra Tar, La Tameh. The Pasuk says he should be Mazah the Tar. Should he Mazah on the Tameh? We Darshan. Al HaTameh Tahir. If it's a Tameh, then the person becomes Tar. The Al HaTar Tameh. If the person that's getting the Hazah is a Tar, he becomes Tameh. Divi Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Akiva understood. The concept of mitar tmeim, mitame tarim. Literally, if you're maza on a tar, he becomes tame. If you're maza on a tame, he becomes tar. And that melo, according to this, the Mishnah cannot be like a bekiva. That's the Gemara's kasha. Oh, he has to wait, Harif Shemesh. He's tame. He's tame like a regular, like a Thomas. Huh? Oh, very good. I'm going to see it in a minute. But the Gemara is assuming it happened right away in the morning, first thing in the morning, right? You want to get something done, you got to do it first thing in the morning. If you learn your daf at night, it doesn't happen. If you learn your daf first thing in the morning, then it happens. Anything you want to get done, do it first thing in the morning. The Chum say that these halachas of Alatome is coming for a totally 
different Indian. Nothing to do with being Maza on a tar. They don't hold to this concept that if you Maza on a tar, he's Tommy. Very important. They disagree and we pass like the Chamin. That means that if a person's tar and he gets a Zrika, Hazava Paradumi, he is not Tommy. He does not become Tommy. If he keeps holding his Tommy, the Chamin say he is not. What do the Chamin hold? What do they do with the Pasik of the Hizar HaTar al The Torah is emphasizing that a tar is Maza on a tar. The Gemara says an interesting thing. Mahi Kedetanan. A person is trying to be mazeh, the paradum water on an animal who's not makabel toma. He's adam, and he he was mazeh on a person. So accidentally he was mazeh on a person. So the question is, do we look at the at the rest of these? The, you took used to take a grass and and be mazeh. Do we look at the rest of the water on the grass or the rest of the may the may the may paraduma? Do we look at it as if there was a malacha done with it? And the halacha is if there's a malacha done with it, you're not allowed to use it again. So Mel, do we look at it if if you were mazah on Adam? Now this hazal doesn't work because you have to have kavana. But if you didn't have you had a kavana for an animal, you didn't have kavana for a human being, so the hazal doesn't work. But could you use the remaining water on the grass? Could on the ezayv? Could you use it again to spritz it again? This is rational is the gemara. It's a little bit of a complicated mishnah. Other Rishonim disagree. We're going to go through Rashi's pshat. Rashi learns you were trying to be on a behemah. You were on Adam. Im yesh If there's still water left on the Azov, Yishana, you're allowed to you're allowed to be maza again. It's not considered a malacha because since it's a human being who's roy for hazah, even though the hazah wasn't chal, but we don't look at it as if it's a malacha. Adamela, it is fine. You can be maza again. The right way with the right with the you have no problem with using the water again. Let's say the other way. You were trying to imaz on the Adam and you accidentally imaz on a behema. So now you basically use the water to wash an animal. If it go if there's stuff left on the water, it's La Yeshana. Why? Because we look at it as if Malacha was done with it. And that's what they learn out of the drasha. They learn out from this drasha of Alatame that the only time you're not allowed to, that the shirayim are, that the only time shirayim is considered not roy is only if it's something that is not mikabel toma. If it's something that's not mikabel toma, so then the hazah is considered. A malacha, it's not considered a hazah. So because the Pasik says, Vihiza Atar Latame, it has to be on somebody that's Makabal Tumma. But if you're a Mazan a Behema who's not Makabal Tumma, that hazah is not considered a hazah. That can hazah is considered a malacha, and you do malacha with the Pame Paraduma, you're not allowed to use it again. And that's what they use with this Pasik. Nothing to do with our sugya. Stamazaitikazah in Hulchas. It's actually relevant because the halacha is you're not allowed to wash your hands with similar halacha. You're not allowed to wash your hands until sedayim with water that malacha was done with it. So what's the halacha? I was once on a trip with a bunch of chevra and they used ice cubes to keep the soda warm, to keep the soda cold, and then they had to wash it until sedayim. So they wanted to use the water that were from the ice cubes in the box, in the you know the, the whatever, whatever the thing, the ice box. They wanted to use the water to wash until sedayim. Are you allowed to use that water? Is it considered mayim hanasim malacha? So first of all, we have to know that you're not allowed to use water. That's nasib malacha. That's one important halacha we have to know about until sedayim. And is that considered malacha? So stop. No, it's interesting. They get this concept, and the halacha is like this. If the thing that you had was cold, so then the ice is not key, is not making it more cold. It's just retaining its coolness. So then it's not considered malacha. It's just keeping it's maintaining the level. And immediately you're allowed to use it. But if you put hot or warm bottles of soda and the ice was supposed to keep it cold, so that and then now that so the ice did a malacha. So then the malacha is allowed to use it for until slime. You have to spill it out and find yourself other water. Uh, you see a similar concept in a Gea There's a concept called you now do malacha with mime. It's just interesting that it's relevant nowadays too. The concept of doing malacha with mime. Usually it's not relevant, but when you go on a trip, 
person sometimes strapped for water, the Allah is you're not supposed to use water that Malacha was done with it. And you're also not supposed to use water that you drank from. And that's the difference. So people don't, if a guy has a cup bottle of water, he drinks some of his bottle of water, and then he wants to use the rest of the water to wash his hands. You know how to do that? It's kashal shikha. You know how to wash your hands with water that you drank from. If you pour, if you're a human being, and you take from the bottle of soda, and you pour it into a cup, so then you didn't drink from the bottle. But if you're someone that's not that, and you drink from the bottle directly, so then all the water in the bottle was drank from. Now it became mayim that you used to drink. You know how to use mayim that you used to drink. To wash and the same thing vice versa. You know how to drink. You're not supposed to. Huh? No. 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 It's not because it's pogum. It's not a pogum. It's because it was used. It's kosher. It's not hosher. It's kosher. It's kosher. And Baruch Hashem, we have a problem with shikha, so it's kedai to try to be makhbed on these things. But I give on. Huh? No, 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 no. That's, it's all no, it's all mukhbed to the lake. It's all considered one big zach. Very, yeah. very good, that's very good. A person uses the cup that he drank from the wash. You're supposed to get, take pepper. If you didn't drink it, well, it's not a gay, you drink from the cup. But you have to make sure you pour some new water for my machine. Very important, it's kashal shikha. Even the cup, you got a little drop left in the cup. Same thing, you shouldn't use it. Yeah. Well, you pour it into the next cup, they don't say that. It sounds like it has to be from a new bottle. I don't know, they don't say it before. It shouldn't help. I don't think it makes a difference. And Elchaz Nida, it's true, but I don't know if all Elchaz Nida is where, where, do you, where do you find that it makes enough community to pour into a different cup? No, it's not that enough community. Huh? I don't, I, don't, I don't think that would help you. That's why you have the Mayim Achreinim dishes. You think it was just the people that sell them that wanted to make money? There's a real Indian to have Mayim Achreinim dishes. Oh, that's a different Sugi. That's because you know I'll use May Pears. Huh? No, no, that's what it is. No. No, we're not. It's not Al's Pogum, it's Pashat because you have to use it. Anyway, this is Halacha for life. We're getting mixed up with the different Shirim. Zaytik Gemara Vaiter. Verabonan. So that's how they dash in this Pasuk. Zaytik Gemara. Yeah, I just lost my place. Averabonan. That's what we are. Avalhacha. So they say the Pasuk is to tell you like we just said. But over here, it's a Kavachimer. It doesn't make sense. Rabbi Akiva is saying it's a Kavachimer. It doesn't make sense that Rabbi Akiva should be right that if your Mazda water of a Paraduma on a tar, then he should be Tame. If your Mazda on a Tame, he becomes Tar. If your Mazda on a Tar, he becomes Tame. Rabbi Akiva, this is what Shlaim Melech meant when he said. I said, I'm going to get smart. He was talking about Paraduma, that to him Paraduma is illogical. He didn't understand how it worked. That it should be Metame Tayyim and Metame Tmeim. That's how Bikiva understands. So that's how Bikiva learns. Paraduma being Metame Tayyim, Metame Tmeim. Literally, if you're Maza on a Tahar, he's Tame. If you're Maza on a Tame, he's Tar. That's what Shalom HaMelech was referring to when he said Paraduma is unique. Rabbanon, they don't hold it as business. So why do they do with that pasuk? What's Shlomo Melech saying? What's special about Paraduma? This is why, if you want to tell a person's Talmud Chacham, say, why is Paraduma a chayk? What's special about Paraduma? I'll say, Metame Tahir, Metame Tmenu. What does it mean? Metame Tahir, Metame Tmenu. It's a Gemara and Yuma. It's not so poshit. The Rabbi Kiva holds, if you're Mazan Atar, and if you're Mazan Atar. And the Chacham say it's not true. There's no such halacha. The Chacham say it's about something else. For Rabbanon, Ahu, Lemaze, Ulemazin Alav Tahir, the Koyin that is being Maze, or the person that would got the haza is tahar. But if you touch the water of the paraduma, you're tummy. That's what it means. Meaning if you get a haza on you and you're tar, nothing happened. If it was done with their haza, it's fine. But if you touch it, stop randomly, then you become tummy. That's what a chalim understand. The Gemara explains. 
Fretting Mar, is that true? Umaza tar, the maza is tar vaksiv. Umaza mehanida yechabes begadav. See, this is what you have to learn chomish. The pasuk says umaza mehanida yechabes begadav. The pasuk says the person that's maza mehanida has to wash his begadav. Is that true? The person that's maza kain that's maza mehanida, he has to wash his begadav. That's not true. He does not have to wash his begadav. He is tar. So what does the Mishnah mean? What does the pasuk pasuk chomish? What does the pasuk mean? My maza noyia. The Gemara says doesn't mean he's being maza. The maza doesn't have to wash. It doesn't have to wash. It does not tame. It means someone that touches the paraduma. That's why we call a maza. Why do we call him a maza? Well, the Gemara is going to speak it out, but very important to teach, to translate a pasuk in Chumash. Very important. The pasuk says that the person that's maza is taka tahar. What does it mean, maza? It means a negea. One pasuk says maza mehanida yichabes begadav, and then the pasuk says v'negea mehanida yitmar arev. So it says the maza is yichabes begadav, and the negea is yitmar arev. So if you're telling me the maza is the negea, so what are these two things? Why is the pasuk repeating itself? That's kasha number one. The oid maza boy kibes begadim. The Pazik says not only is he's Tame, he also has to wash his begotten. doesn't mean he puts them in the washing machine. It means he has to be metavel and they become Tame. So his begotten become Tame. So it says by Mazah, he needs Kibas begotten. Negea Leibai Kibas begotten. The Pazik, if you look at your upscale Gemaras over here that were sponsored by Anonymous, the Pazik says that if you look at Ois Gimel, it would say, Mazah Mehanido Yechabes begotten. If you're Mazah, you have to be Tavel, you're begotten. Venegea Mehanido Yitmararav. If you just touch it, you're Tame. doesn't say anything about your begotten. So if you're going to tell me Mazah is Negea, so then what's the difference? Why by Mazah you're telling me you have to clean your, you have to be table your begotten? By Negea you don't have to. So I think tomorrow, no. Ella my Mazah, no you say. Mazah means you carry the water of Parah Aduma. So that's the Allah. We'll see in a minute. We'll, we'll wrap it up in a minute. So why doesn't the Torah say the word Naisei? Why does it say Maza? Why does it get confusing? In order to have this special Tumah of Naisei, you have to have a Shir Hazah in the Kli. If you have a Shir Hazah in the Kli, then Allah is your Tumah and your Begadimah. So let's get it clear. If you're Maza, you're Tahar. If you're Nagea, you're Tumah Adah. If you carry a container of Paraduma water and there's enough of a shear of Hazah, then your tummy and your begadim are tummy, you have to wash your begadim. That is how we paskin in the halacha of my Rikiv also agrees to this. That is the halacha of Paraduma. Just to have it very, very clear. Huh? No, so if L'chayr, if it's L'chayr Chazah, that, that's where it gets complicated a little bit. What, what's called the Mazah? L'chayr, the person that's bringing, if it's L'chayr Chazah, L'chayr, there will be no Sarah It's probably the person that has no Shaykhs, but that's a big discussion in the Rishen. What, what exactly is called the person that's bringing it? Who's called the Mazah? Who's called the Naisa? But Pashtas, the Naisa, someone's carrying it randomly. Maybe he's transporting it to the base of Mikdash, but not directly to, to, do, to do the Hazah. You're telling me you have to have a shir hazah, but that only works according to the shita that there's such a thing as a shir hazah. But if you hold hazah, doesn't need a shir. Even if a drop falls on the person, he's tar. There's no shear of how much has to fall on him. How are you going to fit? How are you going to explain this halacha of mazeh? So if you say Hazal doesn't need a shear, that's only on the person. How much has to hit the person is uh, you don't need a shear. How much has to be in the kli when you dip 
the azev into it, that has a shear. Meaning, what, what, how much has to hit the person? It has to hit the person. Meaning, if you're being maza on 10 people at once, and I have to make sure the drip hits every single individual, but there's no, according to one sheet, there's no shear how much has to hit him, even if it's a drop. But in the kli, you have to have a shear. When you're dipping it in, you have to have a shear. How much is the shear? The tanan, kama yehebahan How much has to be in the container that they should be considered as long as you can stick in the pieces of the gevaylim, the, the azive, and bimaza, that is the shear, that's considered a shear. And a mela, that's the cheshman, the gemara, that's how much a person is going to be tame if he is maza, the paradum, if he carries, I'm sorry, the water of the paradum. So this is the first half of the Gemara. The Gemara asks the Kasha Lachaya. The Mishnah doesn't stim with Rabbi Akiva because according to Rabbi Akiva, he becomes Tame. Once he becomes Tame, he can't do Avoida. So how could the Kohen Gadol do all seven days of Avoida? And Michal, the Gemara is going to say like you, Abay Amar, Afilu Tamer Rabbi Akiva. Abay says no. Even keep it going according to Rabbi Akiva. Da'avad Avoida Kuliyema. He does Avoida the whole day. Ule Panya at the end of the day. Madu Alei. They give him Hazar. The Tavel and his Tavel. The Avad Harav Shemesh. He waits Harav Shemesh. And Amela, everything's wonderful. It could be according to Bikiva, there's no problem. He could do Avaidu all seven days. He just does the Hazab in the afternoon as opposed to doing it in the morning. Zatigimaya, <coughs> we said the Mishnah says like this. The Mishnah says he's Maktir the Kitiris and then he's Matev the Nairis and then he cleans out the Nairis. So the Gemara brings a right from here. Alma Kitiris Beresha, the Hadar Nairis. In our Mishnah we see that first the Kayan does Kitiris and then he's Matev the Nairis. So that's the Seder Hadvarim. In our Mishnah, that's what it appears to be. That's the Seder that you do it. Fretigmar, is that true? Vraminu. We have a Kasha from a Mishnah. Em Meseches Tamid. Bez Hashem, we are going to learn. We are going to know Meseches Tamid in Yerushalayim, Yerakadesh. And it's going to be relevant. Bez Hashem. But the Mishnah says, Misha Zacha Pedishin Mizbech Apnimi. It's talking about the people that won the, lot, the lotteries. They used to make a, a, a girl, and the one that, that won it, so the one that won the Dishin Mizbech Apnimi, Misha Zacha B'Meneira, Misha Zacha B'Ketayas. So it says, Mefurish, that the, per, the Meneira came before the Ketayas. First came the Meneira, and then came the Ketayas. So the Chaira, it doesn't stim with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah seems to say that the Ketayas comes before Hatavas Aneiris. That's the Gemara's Kasha, Stira from Tamid to Yuma. It's interesting because these two Masechtas are very similar. Tamid talks about the Tamid and in Yuma a lot of times it's mentioned halachas. And that's what the Gemara, we're going to see a few places. The Gemara brings comparisons and the Gemara wants to answer this to you. The Mishnah in Tamid is going like Reb Shimon and why? Because Taisa says, because we have a Messiah that Reb Shimon Mitzpah was, that there's a Machlaikis of Shimon Mitzpah and their Abanan regarding how you do Ketiris and Neris. So he thought, first the Gemara thought, that we're going to do it this way. Reb Tamid is going like Reb Shimon Mitzpah and Yuma is going like the Chacham. That's the Gemara's first wants to go, and the Gemara's going to flip it around in a minute, but that's the Gemara wants to go now. There's a Machlaikis of Shimon Mitzpah and the Chachamim, how to uh, what to say their Hadvarim are, and we're assuming Tamid is of Shimon Mitzvah. Reb Shimon HaShemitzvah says Mefurish, not like the Mishnah in Talmud. So it is very important to know a little bit of Yedias in Kachim, De Tanan, Baloi Li Karen Mizrachis Tefainis. So I just want to make sure everyone has in their mind how the Besamekdash looked. The Besamekdash was facing the opposite of a shul, meaning the Kredish HaKadoshim was west, the entrance was east, and this would be 
north and that would be south. And the Besamikdash was here. So just keep and try to keep in your mind the picture just so you should know what we're dealing with. So the north is the most is a more chash of a part. The Kachi Kachim had to be shechted in the north. So Mela, the more, like if I'm standing, I'm facing the Kedush Kedushim, this side is more Kedush. The west is also more, it's closer to the, to the, um, to the Kedush Kedushim. And east, east is behind me. And, what, and south is to my left. So this is if you're facing the base of Mikdash, facing the Kedush Kedushim. So the halacha is like this. When you do Zrika Saddam, the carbon tamid was a carbon oila. The way you do Zrika on oila is that you used to do an L shape. They would take the kli, throw it on the corner of the Mizbeach, and it would split into two parts, into two, uh, like an L shaped shape, and then it would go on basically on two sides in the Mizbeach. They would go to the other side and do the same thing. So basically, you got all four sides in the Mizbeach, but you hit it by a corner. And the question is, which corner do you do it on? We're going to see in a minute, it's going to be relevant to the Gemara we learned before. Which corner do you do the Zrika of the Dam Ha'ayla, the Dam HaTamid? Which corner do you do it on? So the Gemara says, the Mishnah says like this. There's a Mishnah in Mesaches Tamid. Mishnah says, Ba'alei You come to northeast, right? If we're facing the Kedush HaKadoshim, it's the back corner, northeast. Nice in Mizrachet You throw that corner. Ma'arav is Jemis. Then you go around the Mizbeach and you go to southwest. And you do a hazah southwest. This is how you do the zrika of a carbon tamid. This is every really every ayla, but a carbon tamid is unique, like we'll see in a minute. But this is the zrika of the carbon tamid. There's a bracer that says, Shimon Shemitzvah says something very interesting. A tamid is different than any other carbon ayla. Why? It says like this. But When you're doing northeast, when you when you do that corner, then you do it like a regular ayla. You throw it and it splits, the dam splits. That's how you do it. But my rav is Jamish when you go around the Mizbech and do it on the other side, Nice my first you do the west side, you split the hazah, the zrika into two. You don't do one zrika that splits, you do first Marava, and then you do Drayma. Now the reason why you do first Marava and then Drayma is because that's the first side that you hit. When you're coming around the Mizbech, so you're coming around from the west side, so first you reach the west, you do the west, then you reach the south, and you do the south, but you split it into two. We're going to see why. But that's a Shem Neshem Etzbeschidosh. You split it. Tamid. Tamid is different than every other carbon. Tamid you split into two. So the Gemara, so what do you see? Yeah, three hazas by Tamid. So what do you see? You see that the Mishnah and Tamid is not like Abshim and Shemitzvah, because the Mishnah and Tamid doesn't mention a word about this. The Mishnah and Tamid just says, you do two Zrikas like every Ayla. So obviously the Mishnah is not like Abshim and Shemitzvah, so you're wrong the way you explain the Gemara. Like we said before, it's Machlaikis, Abshim and Shemitzvah, and the Chaman. We didn't know which one was which. So Rabbi Yechanan came along and said, no, Yuma is Abshim and Shemitzvah. Adamela, he doesn't like the first Heretz, and he says, no, Yuma is of Shimon HaShemitzvah, and that's how he answers this theory. Now, it's interesting, did Rav Huna ever see Rav Yechanan? Rav Huna was L'chayr after Rav Yechanan. Rav Yechanan was a first generation Amayra. Rav Huna was a second generation Amayra. Rav Huna was a Talmud of Rav. Rav Yechanan and Rav were contemporaries. So, so how could Elo Amr Rav Yechanan, how could Rav Yechanan disagree with Rav Huna? So either Rav, either Rav Yechanan lived very long, like we said, so it's possible they lived at the same time as Rav Huna, or the Gemara, just this way the Gemara set it up. But maybe really he didn't know about Rav Huna's Pshah and he just had his own Pshah. But it's just interesting to keep in mind Rav Huna was a Talmud of Rav and Rav and Abi Yechanan were contemporaries. And for further information, you can look at Moshe Shmuel Sefer. So I say to Yuma, I have a stira in Yuma itself. The Mishnah says further. 
Pious Hashani, the second uh, lottery that they made for the Kayanim, for the Kayanim, Mishoichet, Mizoirik, who's going to do Shechita, who's going to do Zrika. We'll see about that because the Chayyah Shechita is kosher with a Zar. So the Chayyah, you don't have to make a pious for Shechita. Anybody could do Shechita. You don't need a Kayan for Shechita. We'll have to see about that. The Mishnah says, Mishoichet, Mizoirik, Mimidashim, Mizbechapnimi, who cleans off the Mizbechapnimi, or Mimidashim, Mizbechapnimi, who cleans off the Mizbechapnimi, or Mimalei Varm, the Kevesh, who brings the Varm to the Kevesh. So first you do the the third pious that you made in the base of Mikdash, Chadashim, Liktaris, Boyu, Veafisu, Nu Kayanim, make a pious. You're now to do Kataris twice. The Allah is Kataris made the person very wealthy, and therefore you're now to do Kataris twice. So you see from here that L'chaira HaTavas HaNeris came before Kataris because you first you made the pious for HaTavas HaNeris and then you made the pious for Kataris. So Fratigmar L'chaira it says Tira our Mishnah said that that Neris came before Kataris came before Neris and in this Mishnah Vaiter says Neris comes before Kataris L'chaira it says Tira and Yuma itself it's not Mestavah to make a Machlech Yistanon when it comes to Yuma itself so L'chaira how are you going to explain the Mishnah? So Gemara says a fascinating thing. The Hatavas Haneris did not all happen in one shot. The Gemara learns out of a Pasuk there were seven Neris on the Menorah. Not to get confused with our Menorahs that have eight Neris. And then Beis Mikdash there was only seven. So they split it into two. Two parts. They did Hatava of five. Then they would do a different Avaida, And then they would come back and do the Hatava of the two. The Gemara learns out of a Pasuk why they did it like that. But first was five. Then they separated the different Avaida, And then they did two. So the Gemara is going to use that to answer our stereo. One is talking about the Hatava of the two Neiris, which is the second step of the Hatava. One is talking about the five, meaning in our Mishnah, when it says that first you do Kataris and then you do Neiris, that's talking about the second set of Neiris, the last two. So what you did was, according to this Gemara, first you did five, then you stopped, you did Kataris, then you came back and you did two. So in our Mishnah, where it says Kataris, Kansa, Four Neiris, is talking about the second, the, the, the two Neiris that were done after the Kataris. In the Mishnah later, which says that the Neiris comes before Kataris, that's talking about the five. First came five, then came Kataris, then came two. That's the way the Gemara answers the Kash. It's a little bit funny that our Mishnah should be talking about the later Neiris, and the next Mishnah should be talking about the earlier Neiris. Our Mishnah is talking about the two, which you did afterwards, and the next Mishnah is talking about the five, which you did first. That's a little bit interesting, but that's the way the Gemara Bayah wants to answer the Kasha. Our Mishnah is talking about the later Neiris, which were which were preceded by the Kitaris. And the but the Gemara knew that there was a Messiah between, that there was a Machlegis of Shemesh and Mitzvah, and the Chacham Taisus says, Samel, they just went with that. But in Yuma, you don't want to say that, Samel, they would have said with that. That's. Is it It could be it's not Muchach, because the Gemara there is talking about the pious. So it's not Mistava when we're talking about the pious, we're talking about the second set of nairs. The pious, we're talking about the first, the, 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 the initial, the first ones. So in our Mishnah, we're, talk, we're not talking about the pious, we're just saying randomly what he did. So we could be talking about the second nairs. But in the Mishnah, the Mishnah in Tamar and the Mishnah of Aitar, it's talking about the pious, it's not Mistava that we would jump to the second chalik, we should jump to the first. Maybe that's the reason why the Gemara didn't say that. Yeah, Taisa Eskin? Okay. Yeah, Taisa says that there. It's okay, very good. Yeah, Taisa talks about it. So, so, is that true 
that you're mafsik between the five and the two with Kitaris. Is that true? For those that say Karbanis, they all know that the Karbanis we say Abaya Misader Seda Hamaracha. Abaya was Misader, the Seda of the Maracha in the name of Abishal. We'll see in a minute. And he says that the separation between the five and the two was Ubadam Hatamid Mafsikluhu. He's separated with the Dam Hatamid, not with the Katayas. So your terrorist is only going to work if the separation was with Katayas. But if the separation was with the Dam Hatamid, the Chaya it's not going to work. So Timur Amilei Kasha Hahila Abashal Ha Le'Abanan. It's a machlekes tanaim. Abaye is going like Abashal, like we say. Abaye Hamisad to say the Merocha Aliba Da Abashal. He was going like Abashal, and our Mishnayis are going like the Rabbanan. The Tanya the Brisa says Lo Yeta V'Saneris V'Yachek Kach Yakter. Don't be mate of the Neris and then be Makter Ela Yakter V'Yachek Kach Yakter. First be Makter the Neris and then be mate. That's the Chamshita that holds that the Haktara is done in the middle of the Hatavas Hadaris, meaning you do five, then you do Haktara, then you do two. Abishol, let me know. Abishol says you do five, then you do the Zrika of the Tamid, then you do two, and then you go, then you do the Haktaris Haktaris. Abishol says Haktaris Haktaris was all the way at the end, and the Rabbanon say it was in the beginning, it was in the middle. So our Teretz and the Gemara is going like the Rabbanon. My time at Abishol. Where did Abishol get this from? That you do first the Neris and then you do the Keteris. The Pasik says, first you're made to the Neris and then you mark to the Keteris. So it sounds like you finished cleaning out the Neris and then you bring the Keteris. That's the Abishol Shita. Rabbanan might come Rahmana. The Rabban explained this Pasik. They mean they say the Pasik doesn't mean that you're daf, that you're that you're marked to the Kataris uh, afterwards. It means when your mate of the Kataris should already have been Hoktar. When you're mate of the Neris, you should already have the Haktaris Hakataris. And there's a connection between the Kataris and the Neris. You find them many times. And this important explains because when you have a nice house, you want to have a nice smell. And you want to have also want to have lights. So Mela, we can we put them together. So the, according to Abishal, the Pasik say, first do Hatavas Neris and then do the Kataris. According to Rabbanan, first do Kataris and then do Hatavas Neris. And they prove it. If you're not going to say that it means that, that the Pasik is loved, in this order, you could learn the Pasik differently. The second at the in the afternoon, it says when Aaron Akain would be Mala the Neris in the afternoon, he would be Makta the Kteris, Hachanami the Beresha Madlik Neris, the Hadar Makti Kterisha Ben Arbayim, the Kteris that did Kteris in the Ben Arbayim also. So in the Kteris in the Ben Arbayim, do you first are you first Madlik the Neris and then you're then you're if you're reading the Pasuk literally, and the Pasuk says, when Aaron lights the Neris, then you should be Makhtar Kteris afterwards. But that can't be. That's not true. You're not Makhtar Kteris after the Neris. Why? How do you know it's not true? Maybe Taka, you're Makhtar Kteris after the Neris. That's not true. The Pasuk says that the Meneira has to burn from the evening until the morning. And we darshan, we actually had this in Sachim. You put in enough oil 
that it should burn a whole night. That's one drasha. So there's no, the, the last Avaida that was done was the Menayra. You can't do any other Avaida after the Menayra. So obviously the Katayras was not done after the Menayra. So the Chayra, even though the Pasik says the first you made, first you Madlik and then you do Haktara, it's Lavdafka. Elamai, Kamer Achmana, Be'idon, Hadlaka, Tehemik Taktayras. When you bring Madlik to Neris, the Katayras should already be Katar. Meaning the Katayras doesn't come after the Neris in the afternoon. The Katayras comes before the Neris. Hachanami, Be'idon, Hatava. So the same thing over here, the Rabbanan say, even though the Pasuk sounds like first you made to the Nairs, and then you bring the Ketairis to Pasuk, doesn't mean that the Pasuk means at the time of the Hatava, the Ketairis was already Karev. So according to the Chachamim, you did five, you did Ketairis, you did two. According to Abishal, you did all seven, and you broke it up with the Dam HaTamid, and then afterwards, you did the Ketairis. Ketairis was last in the morning. In the morning, the Ketairis was afterwards, Abishal says, you're right, that Pasuk you have to say is Lav Davka, but the reason why the Pasuk in the afternoon you have to say is Lav Davka is because you have a Pasuk that says Isai, that Menorah has to be last, so obviously you have to twist around the Pasuk. But in the Reisha, where the, where, in, the, in the morning Ketairis and the, and the Hatava Senaris, which was done in the morning, that is not, there's no Hechrich to say that it's Lav Davka. So Mela Abishal learns that first you do all seven, and then you do the Ketairis. This is the Cheshbin in the Gemara to answer the Stira in Yuma.